0: Welcome to the Future of Field Service podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Nicastro. Here we are in January of 2024, and I am once again being asked to predict uh, what will come in the world of field service this year. Um, I've shared before that uh, the idea of predictions um, I find a little challenging because I just know that none of us can really predict the future. Um, But I'm always asked my thoughts and happy to share. Um, so we'll say, um, you know, with that caveat, uh, Well, certainly um, I can't predict uh, what's to come, um, I'm going to talk about some themes here, four themes uh, that I think will really um, be key to the service landscape in 2024. Um, I'm going to do these at kind of a high level, um, but I am hosting a webinar um, next uh, Thursday, February 1st. At um, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, um, with some wonderful guest speakers. I have Roy Dockery of Flock Safety, Tom Mills of Field Solutions Group, and Bob DeCoe, who is the resident AI expert at IFS. Um, and they're joining me for a very informal um, open forum conversation where I'm going to kind of ask them what they think of these predictions. Um, and have them, you know, give their thoughts on what they see to come as well. So um, we'll put the link in the show notes, but be sure to join us for that. I think it'll be um, a nice dynamic chat more so than just me uh, talking to myself. Um, So, you know, the first thing, obviously, um, I would be remiss to not mention is the AI buzz, right? And I think what we're going to see in 2024 is that buzz turning into action, Um, it was interesting to me to be attending events with, um, service leaders throughout 2023, kind of the mixed emotions around the topic of AI. Some of them were, you know, really genuinely excited about it and had some strong opinions on the role it will play for their organizations. And others, I think were honestly kind of sick of hearing about it. Um, and, you know, feeling that there were more important topics to be, um, discussed in the content they're reading, the sessions they're attending, etc. So kind of a mixed bag. Um, but, you know, the buzz was there nonetheless, and it remains, right? And with good reason. Um, I shared um, in a, a conversation a couple times last year that, you know, to me, this wave of AI and what's possible is kind of the next really foundational shift um, in, uh, the way we work. So digital transformation um, was was sort of the first, and I would say maybe, you know, getting a handle on data, um, the second. Although some still haven't done that, and you know, putting that data to use and really um, looking at what's possible with AI and automation today, I think is is what you know the focus will be going forward. So. You know, the thing about AI is um, it's a pretty vague term, right? There are a lot of AI-based technologies, some of which have actually been in use for a very long time. Uh, And I think it's important when we think about the AI buzz and the AI action we need to take, you know, grounding that in what will be what can be valuable to the business. Um, Anytime you see a technology that sort of takes over the headlines like this, you have a lot of people that feel they need to jump on the bandwagon, and they do that in a very rushed way that ultimately um, can, you know, hinder uh, their success rather than contribute to it. So I think yes, um, the buzz, in my opinion, is warranted. Um, but you know, really leading with you know what are you trying to accomplish, um, what are the areas of opportunity and the biggest challenges for your business, and how does this fit into that? Um, is more important than rushing out and doing X, Y, or Z just because it's trending and it's cool. Um, so I think it'll be really interesting to see how companies, um, you know, really dig into what has been buzz and they, you know, look for um, the opportunities to take action with technologies that that truly are ready for prime time. Um, I think it's more so a matter of business readiness, right? So is the business ready for it? Is it, your workforce ready for that amount of change? Is your data infrastructure ready um, to be leveraged in the way that it can, et cetera? So again, um, next week during the webinar, um, Bob Deco will be on, and he's going to be talking a little bit about um, some of those, you know, readiness indicators, also how to assess, you know, what the best fits are, et cetera. Um, so uh, the second theme I think is around leadership, um, and I see that. You know, this year and moving forward, I think a lot of old school leaders are going to be ousted, Okay, And I want to be clear, when I say old school, I do not necessarily mean age. Um, I mean more so mindset. Um, If you've seen any of the content that we have published recently with Carolyn from Vattenfall, um, that type of thinking, that people first mentality, leadership, and action, um, I think is really the wave of the future. Obviously, some organizations are already there um, and have been there. A lot aren't. A lot have you know, really um, leaders in place that have quite outdated um, opinions and methods and practices and beliefs. And um, I just don't think that with um, the talent landscape being what it is, with the customer expectations that we're facing... Um, that we can afford to allow that uh, type of old school leadership to persist. So um, Roy, uh, who's speaking on the webinar next week, actually um, is publishing his very first book. Um, And uh, I'm excited. Uh, My copy is in the mail. It should be here um, before next week. So so we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. Um, But this concept of leadership is something that is incredibly important to him. Um, So I'm really interested to get his take on, you know, just how quickly will this sort of evolution shift? Like, just because I think that we're going to see progress in this area doesn't mean that I think, you know, every old school leader will be, you know, um, eradicated by the end of 2024. Um, And also, you know, There's a lot of complexity to that. You know, Carolyn shared in um, the session we did in Stockholm, you know, she had the no assholes policy, but how hard that was to actually put action behind because it's something that people support in theory until it becomes a reality that is more layered and complex um, to make those decisions. So I'm interested in um, that topic and that conversation. Uh, the next theme is around um, how customer experience will demand that service silos dissipate. Um, so this is something that we've seen happening, right? Um, Mark Hessiger from 3D Systems was on the podcast a while back. He was talking about, you know, um, his shift, even in title from customer service to customer success and what that represents for their business. Um, we had... Um, Bob Finer from Dell on a while back talking about um, think rings, not trophies. right? So we've seen this start. I think that the way service is evolving, it's going to become more and more prominent because one, I think customers are going to tolerate uh, even less the disconnectedness um, that does still exist in a lot of organizations. And two, you know, we talk about the world of outcomes, you know, ultimately, I think they're going to look for more and more integration of those things and more and more, um, you know, of a, a really landscape view of um, how service providers can assist them in their business objectives, which I think is just, again, going to really reinforce and expand the need for companies to um break down those silos electrolux is another example you know we've done quite a bit of content with electrolux because their service transformation is something that um is is based on them deploying ifs technology but that service transformation is just one piece um, of a bigger company objective around customer centricity so i think things like that that really fundamentally change some of the um you know, organization of processes within and technology used uh, by organizations. We're going to see more of that. And finally, um, the role of the field technician will begin to be redefined. We've seen this coming, um, but it's one of those things where because there are short-term talent challenges, um, it's really easy to say like, yeah, definitely it's changing, but like, let's just worry about right now. I think we're going to start to see some of those changes um, you know, really take shape, uh, and we're going to see some of the organizations that are leading that charge having to figure out what this means and what this looks like. Um, when we talk about AI and automation, there is just no way that we don't end up having to really dig in and take a look at you know, what the service function means, what its core value proposition is, how it's delivered um, and what that means in terms of how it changes uh, the makeup of our um, talent. So, you know, there's, um, again, plenty of examples of this. Um, Tony Black of Husky is one that, you know, he was on the podcast um, this past year or last year, I suppose. uh, And he talked about, you know, their move to predictive. Ultimately, you know, a change in service delivery model. And I think that's, um, it's a really good example to go have a listen to, but it is just one piece. There's a lot of things driving um, this evolution around what is a field technician? What do they do? Um, Does that role become multiple roles? How much of that role is replaced by um, AI? you know, how much automation will customers tolerate? What aspects of human centricity are imperative to maintain? And is it the field technician that does that or is it someone else? Is it more of a sales role? Is it more of a customer success role, right? So um, there's a lot of interesting things to talk about here. Um, And Tom, who will be joining, is um, his firm, uh, the Field Solutions Group. specializes in talent acquisition, um, and they do a lot of primary research. So they have a lot of things, um, that we can dig into, you know, to talk about that topic a little bit more. So those are the four, if not predictions areas that I think are going to be top of mind for everyone, um, in 2024, obviously you will see those things represented in the content that we create here at Future of Field Service. Um, and you can, you know, stay tuned for conversations around these things. And, taking a, a real world look at how companies are changing or where they're struggling to change, um, et cetera. And um, as I mentioned, you know, if you have an opportunity to join us uh, next Thursday, February 1st, I think it will be really um, a good opportunity to kind of test my theories with uh, some people that I um, respect a lot, their insight and ability to um, bring some interesting things to the conversation, so. Stay tuned for more here. Join us uh, at the webinar if you can, um, and I will look forward to seeing you next week. Um, so uh, we'll put the link to the webinar in the notes. You can find um, all of our podcasts and other content at futureoffieldservice.com. Um, the Future of Field Service podcast is published in partnership with IFS. You can learn more at ifs.com. As always, thank you for listening.